Hey, everybody. Welcome to Hugging the Cactus and the Keep Going Podcast. I have a special guest today. I met this guy on a stream of mine. He's a fan, and he showed up to one of our streams. He was so well-spoken. I honestly just wanted to talk to him and talk about some of the topics we talked there, but a little bit more in depth. So, guys, happy to introduce Lucifer Storm. What a name, man. That's your real name? <laughs> no, it's my pen name. Okay, good. I was just saying, I was, the wow. storm part is real, but the Lucifer part isn't. But don't tell everyone. Don't tell us. Sure, we'll keep it between us. <laughs> uh, so happy to have you, Lucifer, here today uh, as we talk about this topic of why does social media make us toxic? And I think, you know, a lot of people who watch me see me calling out fandoms and certain, I'm not going to call them out today specifically here, but certain fandoms seem worse than others. But the reality is, uh, I think social media is making us all a little toxic, makes us all a little negative. Uh, mm -hmm. And I thought it would be a good conversation to have, get your insight on this, share some of my stories, uh, and, and hopefully talk about this topic. Uh, before I do that, let's plug, uh, let's plug you because I want to make sure people know what you are. Ooh, a, yes, uh, you are a, a, a graphic novelist out in the UK. Mm -hmm. uh, I have That's your... Great. Uh, have your Twitter up here so people can just know. Uh, but you've uh, written some stuff. You have a current project called Lady Satan and a killer and an, an, an angel and a killer's dress. Uh, you're currently getting funds for. This is a new uh, graphic novel you're trying to get done. Yep, it is indeed. Uh, it's what I like to call an outlaw graphic novel. If uh, if you're easily offended, stay the hell away from this one. Got it. At least you warn everybody. That's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you can uh, learn more about Lucifer over here. But yeah, so we uh, just. Uh, you topped up in a storm, in a stream rather, we were talking about, and you had some yeah. interesting ideas about, uh, let's start there, because people can sort of be impressed maybe, hopefully, or they'll tune out, it's their choice. Uh, but you were talking about sort of, it's a, everyone talks about how we are currently living in a culture war, but you mm -hmm. think it's a war of the narcissists. Can you sort of elaborate for those maybe who missed that stream, or sort of uh, share your thoughts on that? Because I think a lot of people were, were impressed with your words on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do believe that culture is a part of it. I believe that the what we call the culture war, that's that's the surface level that we're seeing is that culture is being involved because it's something that's so close to all of us. But I do believe that deep down, the real problem is actually narcissism. And the reason I believe this is because I'm someone who was raised by a parent with narcissistic personality disorder. Now, this was something I didn't recognize early in my childhood. I just knew that something wasn't right. And as time went on, I found myself in a position uh, where I ended up going to therapy and seeing counselors and discovering that, you know, I, I had a parent with narcissistic personality disorder and that had affected me so negatively throughout the entirety of my life. And this caused me to start researching it. Now, I'm by no means an expert in narcissistic personality disorder, but I've learned a hell of a lot um, about it. And it just seems to me that a lot of what we're seeing in these fandoms today, a lot of the uh, aggravation, the arguments, the war that's going on, there does seem to be a lot of people who are showing symptoms of being narcissists or having narcissistic personality disorder, the knee-jerk emotional reactions, the way they try to uh, punish or reprimand the, the people that they, that they don't agree with, that they don't want saying those things because deep down a narcissist has a very unhealthy ego. It's kind of a conflict in their mind. There's this part of them that believes they are the be all and end all of everything, that they are the one, the savior of humanity. 
but they also have another part of their mind that's that's very very insecure and it like the mind doesn't want to acknowledge that part of it so the ego tries to protect it and in doing so it becomes very unhealthy so anything that kind of brings evidence or proof to the forefront anything that holds a mirror up in front of of the narcissist the ego sees that and it acts aggressively rather than acknowledging facts and truth and evidence it starts to lash out and the normal uh, go-to reaction is to start silencing people start telling them no you're the one who's bad and here's why because you don't agree with me you're bad and their mind will do so much mental gymnastics in order to come to these conclusions and once they've got those conclusions set in their head there's nothing you can do to get rid of them and they just think no i'm i'm the good guy i'm the saint you're the bad guy therefore i must punish you and if you try to punish me for bad behavior one of the first things they do is they go back in time they go as far back in time as they can well they'll go yeah well you think i'm bad for doing x well what about this time when you did y and it could be in something that's not related you could have been a child when that happened and didn't know any better but they'll use that as a way of saying you have no right to reprimand me for what i've just done but i have the right to reprimand you for what you did years ago and that's that's very dangerous yeah, I mean, it's fascinating because I mean, I, I've been I've been called a narcissist in my life. Uh, I feel like a lot of people sort of wonder, are am I? Or and especially if you're on YouTube and a personality on a podcast, or someone is out there <laughs> trying to, to seek attention, uh, it, it's it's you know, it, the reality is I think that as you look up the definition, we have it here. I just wanted to make sure we're all talking about it. A person who is overly self-involved and often vain and selfish, like that can describe yes. a lot of people, any celebrities, oh, a lot of people uh, in, in there. Uh, but you know, as it, as it gets more intense, like a real, the, the, I think the, na- the really scary, dangerous narcissist, right? It gets more like, uh, as we get into narcissism, uh, sort of the, the erotic gratification derived from admiration of one's own physical, mental attributes, being a normal a condition in their infantile level of uh, personality development. Um, I guess it's a, it's, it's interesting uh, topic to me. Do you, how, how, what is the difference between someone who is just like, you know, like a celebrity who feels like, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm on a YouTube channel because I feel like I have important things to say and people want to hear me uh, and sort of putting yourself out there, which I think most people on social media are becoming right. A little bit of a narcissist in themselves because they feel like their words and their thoughts have more meaning now because they've, they're getting those likes, those dopamine hits of likes. Do you think there's like sort of a broader problem now of like, well, what are we all, are a lot of people narcissists now on social media, given like the power that we're given them? Where do you sort of define where someone's like truly the, you know, sort of the, pro- the, the, the problem version of it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, the first thing we have to establish is that there's two types of narcissist. You have an overt narcissist and a covert narcissist. Now, the overt narcissist is very easy to see. They are someone who begins every sentence with I, 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 but it's very rarely self-deprecating. It's very rarely humorous. It's more the kind of thing of I'm saving the world because I just recycled a can. Did I tell you about I? So yeah, the type of person who doesn't ask how you're doing only calls to sort of ask the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, those kind of narcissists are very common. And I mean, for all we know, we could be them. And we just don't realize it because narcissists yeah, don't. Yeah. 
you know and then you've got the covert narcissist now the covert narcissist is someone who when they're out in public they're all smiles and they they try to be the hero the saint but behind closed doors it's a very different story they'll still be very focused on themselves there'll be a lot of i i i want i need i want and and that's where it starts getting a bit tricky because it's okay to turn around and say hey you know i i need some air but it, it, it depends on how much they do this I, I, I business. So that's the first thing we have to establish is that it is, there's, there's the two types. And it's very hard. If, if you don't know a lot about narcissism, it's very hard to spot people who are narcissistic. And unfortunately, uh, narcissism and narcissist, these are words that have become very popular, but not a lot of people actually know what they mean. And right. they just throw them about. They think it means a selfish person. And then, a narcissist is a lot more than just someone who's selfish Correct. at the end of the day. And with social media, we have that power now to say, I don't like what this person's saying, so I'm going to block them. I'm going to mute them. So you can't form a healthy ego. You can't form a healthy perspective of yourself. Because every time someone says, hey, look, you know, I'm just trying to help you out, man. You know, I'm just, just letting you know. What you did just then, that was a bit selfish, man. Like, come on, think about it. You can just you can just shut them out. Whereas in the real world, you can't shut those people out. Right. But I mean, it's interesting you point that out because to me, uh, so getting back to the point of sort of the, the topic above us, the sort of why, why, why is social media making us toxic? Is it making us, is it making more of us more narcissistic, right, is a question. I, I guess I also want to sort of show the definition of toxic. What, what's the signs of a toxic person? Here's WebMD. Again, we're not doctors. Don't, we're just having a conversation. Yeah. But uh, I, I found this, this, may, this is an interesting definition. If, if, if you know someone who's difficult and causes a lot of conflict in your life, you may be dealing with a toxic person. These people can create lots of stress, unpleasantness for you and others, not to mention emotional or even physical pain. A toxic person is everyone, is anyone whose behavior adds negative negativity and upsets you uh, upsets to your and upset to your life many times people who are toxic are dealing with their own stresses and traumas to do this they act in ways that don't present them in the best light and usually upset others along the way uh toxicity isn't and people isn't considered a mental disorder, but there could be underlying mental problems that cause someone to act in toxic ways, including personality disorder, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, even by that definition, a lot of people could <laughs> find themselves, you know, yeah. depending on something they're going through, their own real life stresses or, or issues in life. I think mm -hmm. we've all been to a point where we've been toxic. And I think yeah. it's social media. Absolutely. A lot of people, I think, have probably un, un, unaware join the mob right to pile on to somebody or criticize someone sort of because it's on they're on a keyboard versus would you have said the same thing as directly to their face there's a lot of things that i think the internet and social media has sort of allowed us to do in a way that's given us more freedom to just sort of say things right and, and potentially sometimes that's too negative and, and so i want to talk about that but also you, you mentioned like you know Blocking people can sort of turn you into, put, I guess, put you in a bubble, make you uh, grow your own ego. But, yeah. you know, I, I block a lot of people just because I don't want the toxic ne negativity to knock me down more pegs. Like, And to share a quick story, it's like, you know, I'm not, again, I'm not here to, to knock on a certain fandom, but I've noticed, like, I if I engage on social media for a certain amount of time to people who are attacking me, and I feel like I get defensive, right? And I want to sort of respond and sort of defend, 
you know, misinformation or, you know, stuff out there. Uh, I notice like it doesn't help. Like it's a, it's a condition of I've that I'm working on of trying to like put it down, ignore it, move on. You know, yeah. don't talk to a person with three followers who cares what they think. You know, that's, that's a stuff I'm always working on, but I just know like I, I can imagine if somebody out there doesn't have that wherewithal to realize or the, or been working on themselves to like, all right, I got to put this down and, and better myself. And that's all they're doing all day long. You know, that's got to be creating a very dangerous and toxic and unhappy person who's literally on the computer all day attacking, criticizing, da, da, da. And they're, especially when they're behind a, an anonymous sort of screen and stuff. Uh, what is your thought on this? Sort of like, is bl- blocking that negativity, you don't think that's a problem, right? I mean, like creating a safe space from the, the, the hatred out there isn't what you meant, or is it? No, it, it's not what I meant. You know, I mean, the the block button is a double-edged sword at the end of the day. It's it's all about people's intentions. That's something that we seem to to neglect as we get further and further into social media, that some people just have some good intentions. They have maybe some people haven't got very good tact <laughs> when it comes to that thing. And there are some people out there who just want to ruin your day. So you have to learn how to spot who those people are. And like you said, they're probably people that you've never met before, you've never spoken to before. They've got one or two followers, and all of a sudden they're coming at you and they're throwing every single name at you under the sun because they they want to feel better in themselves okay if if this is someone who's who's narcissistic and they're doing this to you they're being a toxic person to you online they feel real bad inside that insecurity is there and it's fighting with their very fragile ego and they could either put energy into saying hey you know what my life ain't great what do i want to do how can i make stuff better for me how can i make life really enjoyable or they can get that quick fix because that's what's happening online all the time we are in that day and age where we want something and we want something five minutes ago and once that's finished we want something else about 10 minutes ago we've got all this stuff coming at us all the time we're not actually taking that time to take a deep breath walk away from the screen and just decompress for a second take a look at what the real world is we're getting glued to our screens you know and i'm guilty of that myself man several years ago i had an iphone and every five minutes i'm on it tapping away at it and after a while i was like why am i paying like 40 bucks a month <laughs> to be for addicted a black to this brick thing. that i use to ignore people <laughs> it's so true but yeah, it's so, so hard it's like they've made it so oh it's so convenient it's it's fixing our lives no it's yeah. It's. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Which I. I we, we, there's so many topics. <laughs> the narcissist. There's so. I'm just trying to keep us organized on what the topic was because oh, yeah. we will. I'll happily have you back. We can have more of these. But you're yeah. so spot on and everything. I agree with everything you're saying. It's like, and I think social media though. Back to sort of wrapping up what we're trying to talk about. Why is it making us toxic? I think all these things are affecting those reasons, right? But so for me, at least, and I'm curious your thoughts, like everything you said, there's a lot, whether it's narcissism, whether insecurities, whatever the, the clarification, you know, the, the classification the person's under, they're just unhappy in life, right? All those yeah. things are sort of, I, I think, some can pile up. And you, we, you just start. It's it's rare for people who only do positive on social media. Uh, I, mm. you know, I think even if you don't, engage or, or write negativity you're reading negativity even just by accident scrolling through your feed seeing headlines uh, a lot of it is there to sort of tear down take you know and, and be be negative be hateful and so it's hard to like not just have it all seep through i i think it's twitter and it especially is really sort of a really scary place of 
you know, I, I think it makes us all lesser, less good people uh, yeah. because we're all sort of there engaging and trying to one up each other and come in and, 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 and fight, either fight back or fight whatever. And it's, it's not a, it's not a, I think a healthy place to be. When I, when I got canceled for that long, for the, you know, three years ago, like mm. the, the most beautiful thing that actually benefit of it all and sort of thing that really helped me better myself was I went offline for the year. Like I, I, there was, you know, a couple, there was a month or so where I was sort of trying, well, what's happening, what's being said. And I'd have to check once in a while, but there was a point where I, I wasn't, I didn't post, like I couldn't post what was I going to post. I wasn't legally allowed to post and being offline for that year was ah, like, so <laughs> it freeing and amazing, you know? And I, yes. I and that be having lived that world and then met some, you know, had a life, it was incredible. And, I, and I'll be honest, I missed that life because now I've come back in the spotlight and I have to be on Twitter to an extent to like do what I do for a living. And I can yeah. see it often like bleeds into, and I think it's a problem for a lot of people where it's like, yes, it's great to throw away the phone or get offline for a year, but realistically in this, in the world we live in, it's hard to really do that for long periods of time, especially if you're reporting on entertainment news, which is what pays my <laughs> bills. So I'm constantly juggling with that sort of like, how do I make sure I log off enough or not engage to like keep my brain healthy and like be there for others. And I think, you know, I, I just think it's, I, I can't imagine that's not affecting other people too. And even in the small extent of, you know, I'm online, but I see so many people on there. I just feel like they're, they're always replying and always engaging. And I, and I I'm guilty of it totally. Uh, but I, what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, I, that is clearly, we, we need to learn how to make a diet of social media of like an hour a day or whatever, you know, it, it is junk food. I feel like yes. for our entire body and mental health, do you, do, you, do what do you think? I, I completely agree with you, man. I mean, like being a graphic novelist, like most comic book readers and graphic novel readers, where are they? They're on social media. They're online. So if I want to reach them and say, hey, look, I've got this book. It's either going to make you very upset or it's going to make you very happy. I, I need to go to them. And unfortunately, they're, they're leaving the stores by the droves. And with everything that's going on in the world, a lot of the stores are closed, so they can't even go there. So they're all online. So it is a handy tool. But it is, we do need to learn to have a little detox every now and then to ration ourselves and stuff. And I know like I'm sounding like a parent here and <laughs> I don't mean to, but, but I but think, it's, but it's you're true. right. Yeah. It's important. Somebody has got to say it. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, we're both saying it, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, this kind of ties into like uh, why I started going to therapy and stuff. But uh, many years ago, I was dating a wonderful, wonderful woman. And uh, we had been together for so long. I miss her very dearly. She meant the world to me. Uh, unfortunately, her, her mother was a narcissist and she didn't realize this. And our relationship was going happy. I was getting ready to propose to her. I had this this ring that was three grand, a lot of diamonds. And all of a sudden, her mother came in and was like, you know what, I don't like these two being together because all of a sudden, my daughter isn't close to me. I can't keep an eye on her. I can't control her kind of thing. So she started spreading rumors about me to her daughter, who then believed them. And, you know, I can't blame her for that. She really should have spoken to me first. But I can't blame her for saying, hey, my, my mother's trying to protect me, so I'm going to believe her. Why would she lie to me? And she ended up breaking it off. And I had a very expensive fancy ring that did not suit me or fit any of my fingers. And, you know, that's that's when I started going to therapy and stuff. And I realized very quickly that I was hurting. I was hurting in a way that couldn't be fixed, even going to therapy like that definitely helped. And I was going there a lot, but it didn't solve the problem of, well, how can I be heard? I've just been silenced here. I wasn't allowed a chance to speak when I did try to speak because what she had done was defamation of character. 
I sought out legal advice. They sent a letter to, to her mother saying, hey, look, you know, sort this out because you really don't want this to go to court. Next thing I know, she's called the police claiming harassment. And I've got the police on my doorstep saying, is this really from a solicitor? And I'm of course it is. It's not got my home number on there, has it? It's got the <laughs> actual office on there. And that meant that I, I, I found it very hard to deal with that problem. And I started going online a lot. And I was, I was probably moody as hell. I was probably rude to some people. And if I was, I am sorry to those people. But it's because I couldn't fix that problem. And then all of a sudden, being online all the time was the problem. So I just got rid of it. That's, that's part of the reason why I got rid of my smartphone. And I've never gone back to a smartphone. And all of a sudden, I'm going outside and I can hear birds singing. And it's lovely. I'm going on walks. I, I'm interacting with nature and it's absolutely brilliant. And now, because of taking that time away from being online, I mean, I, I took a good like six months to a year of not going on the computer to, to speak to people on social media. Like I would go on there to start doing my work or whatever, but I wouldn't actually connect online. And because of that, I had more time where I was just looking at the world. I was examining myself and saying, well, hey, you know, some of this is my fault. And some of it is their fault. And I need to take responsibility for what's my fault. And, you know, because of this, this led to me like looking after wild foxes, which is such a wonderful experience that I, I can't even describe it to people. But I would have missed out on that if I just stuck to being online and going, hey, you know what? I'm miserable. So I'm going to make you miserable and you miserable and you miserable. Yeah. No, I relate to you so much. And the parallels are a story. It's fascinating to get to know you. I mean, when I had my year offline, not only did I meet the amazing person I'm with and had to start a family, but I also went out to do, well, I used the internet to find it, but I used meetup.com and found an amazing group of friends that met at like a local bar to play like, you know, board games every, you know, Wednesday night. Uh, my nerd brew friends, you guys are awesome. Uh, but like, yeah, we, you need to get, yeah, I think there's ways to use it healthily, just like anything, right? You, the the internet obviously is a tool and you can use it, but it's so easy for us to fall into it and overuse it and over rely yes. on it. And then, becomes an obsession and i think to a lot of, i've been there i'm just like well now what do i do how do I, what is happening there and uh it's just i think it's it really is you just gotta throw it away sometimes be like every time i i get i throw it and i real I, I i get that click of like wait a second just shut it off for a second think about it again in the morning i never follow up and do it like it's the same thing like sometimes you write that nasty email to someone and you're like i gotta get this off my chat yes. and then um, I, the saved draft and like all right sleep on it and then the next year, like, I'm so glad I didn't send that email. You know, I think it's the same thing with social media. Like, uh, we need to do, we need to take a break. We need to learn how to pause it. And I think people, if anything, I hope the quarantine has probably made it worse, right? But I hope yeah. we can learn to like take a quarantine from that at some point too, right? Where it's like once we get yeah. back to the rea the real world, I hope people actually get off of streaming movies and phones and like get back out yes. there and go travel and do the things they do because I can I can I gotta back what Lucifer says when I when I took that time off. Uh, it was it was a healthy time and I am I I, I constantly I'm like crap I got to figure out a way to do what I do without having to be online on Twitter because it it does it right it really it can really mess yeah. with your head and I'm sure some of you out there share your stories down below in the comments let us know but uh, I I see beyond just the fandoms just to wrap it up here uh, just beyond sort of the the toxic fandoms we we I, I often criticize I think it makes us all a little toxic if if you yes. keep falling down the the Twitter hole. Uh, and it's mm. it's better to sort of be aware, catch yourself and stop it and try to tune out and log off once in a while then feel the need to respond or pile on or, or do the things that we want to do. Uh, so 
good conversation. I hope this, this helps somebody out there and I want to have more with you, but final thoughts from you as we wrap up this segment. My final thoughts are this. Don't think that social media is evil because believe you me, I've met some wonderful people through social media. Hell, I wouldn't be sat here having this conversation with you if it wasn't for Twitter. And this is awesome. I'm really enjoying getting to know you, especially after seeing your content ever since the screen junkie days, you know? (laughs) So don't, don't fall into that trap of thinking that social media is evil. Just learn more about yourself. Remember to take time to look in the mirror and be like, okay, that's who I am. Here's my strengths. Here's my weaknesses. How can I make my life better? Because it's up to you. If your life is that bad where you're miserable and you're attacking people online, look, I feel for you. If I could, I would reach out and give you a hug because I'm a big hugger. (laughs) But it is up to you. It all starts with you. And whether you believe you can or cannot do it, you're right. No, well said. And I think uh, the other lesson for me is hearing you say that it's like, I I think we all still make mistakes and we all will make mistakes and we will all be toxic in a way that I think we don't realize to somebody, whether because we don't like them or because we're in our own bad mood, it's just, it's going to happen even I think without you knowing. And I think the key is to like, yeah, it's going to happen. doesn't mean we have to keep calling people out and hating on them. And, and he, see, he's toxic. He's toxic. No, <laughs> we're, we're all human is what the reality is, right? Uh, and yeah. I think the, the, the thing that's going to help is rather than, than call them out, what, even if you do accidentally call them out, whatever, the biggest thing you can do is shut it off. <laughs> shut it off and yeah. step outside. Go for a walk. See some sunlight. Find a hobby that doesn't involve the Internet. Use the internet to find those things, great, but make sure you're fitting in that time to get yourself out there and do it. It is the best advice, and I think it will make everyone a lot happier. And finding that happiness within, I think, is really yes. the, the, the crucial thing. And you're not going to find it on the internet. It's just not, I mean, no. you could find me- methods to, you know, to, right, to find the happiness using the internet, but you got to get off the internet and have human interactions and, and, and activities to, to really get yourself mobile and just moving that's it's amazing for like some people just don't even they're at they're on twitter they're not even getting off the behind the desk or the chair and just the act of standing up right it's like stand up i'm doing it right now stand up everybody you got to stand and shake it because it'll (laughs) it'll energize you in a way so everybody watching stand up get out there uh have some fun lucifer so awesome to have you here let me plug while i'm standing let me plug your uh your stuff again one more time go to his uh, indiegogo which is right here, Lady Satin, Angel in a Killer's Dress. I will put the link in there if you want to support this man. Uh, if you want to have him back, let me know. Uh, and uh, here's uh, his Twitter if you want to reach out to him. I uh, really think he's had some wise words. Again, though, neither of us are doctors. Don't take any of this seriously. We're just having a conversation. But if you got a topic or guest you want to suggest, uh, hit me up in the comments down below. And thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, and check out these other interviews. These are coming out every Tuesday here on the channel. I'm going to try and figure out a way to do more. Tell me some topics you want to hear covered on this channel, and I'll do, I'll do it for you. Thanks for watching, everybody.